0: Welcome to Monday Morning Inspiration, a production of Christian Growth Ministry, featuring Bible teacher Brad Simon. It's our prayer and desire to inspire and encourage you to grow in your faith and walk closer with the Lord. Dishonored, discouraged, depressed, but most of all, she was desperate. The people dejected and despised her. For 12 long, agonizing years, she suffered from a continual, unrelenting flow of blood. She was physically exhausted and socially excluded. She had spent all her money on physicians who failed to help her. She was bankrupt financially, physically, socially, and emotionally. It also affected her spiritually. According to the law of Moses, she was unclean and not allowed into the temple to worship her God. She was hanging on to life by a thread. Then she heard that a miracle worker from Nazareth, named Jesus, and his disciples had arrived. Maybe, just maybe, if I touch his garment, she thought, I could be healed. A crowd of people had already gathered so closely compacted, it would make most people claustrophobic. When she finally found Jesus, he already appeared to have his mind set on a task and seemed determined to accomplish it. Earlier, Jairus, a leader in the synagogue, had approached Jesus. Falling on his knees before him, he pleaded with Jesus to come to his home and heal his dying daughter. Despite the crowd crushing in on them, Jesus and his disciples wound their way through the maze of people to reach Jairus' home. The events that transpired are the only intertwined miracles recorded in the Gospels. Two people as different as different could be linked together for all of history. The dramatic contrast between the two is striking. HE WAS WELL KNOWN. SHE WAS A NAMELESS FACE IN THE CROWD. HE WAS WEALTHY. SHE WAS BROKE. HE WAS A LEADING CITIZEN. SHE WAS AN OUTCAST. HE WAS A RELIGIOUS LEADER. SHE WAS NOT ALLOWED IN THE SYNAGOGUE. HE WAS INTERCEDING FOR HIS ONLY CHILD. SHE WAS SEEKING HELP FOR HERSELF. He had experienced twelve years of joy and happiness with his daughter. She had experienced twelve years of misery and sorrow from her infirmity. Yet as different as they were, both Jairus and the poor woman were hanging on to life by a thread, both seeking the healing touch of Jesus' hand. As the crowd pressed in around them, making it difficult to walk, Jesus spoke. Who touched me? At first, his words appeared sarcastic, as if he was scolding the people for keeping him from his work. But then they seemed more amusing than cynical. The crowd is unrelenting. Everyone is bumping into us and touching us. What are you talking about? the disciples thought. It was I. A voice said so soft and meek it could hardly be heard above the murmur of the crowd. The disciples turned and only saw the mass of people. As Jesus turned, his eyes fixed on the woman, kneeling at his feet, trembling before him. In the presence of all the people, she declared the reason she had touched him and how she was instantly healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the synagogue leader's house and said, "Your daughter is dead. Don't bother the teacher any more." When Jesus heard it, he answered him, "Don't be afraid. Only believe, and she will be saved." Luke 8:47 through 50. Despite Jesus' promise, the news of the death of his only child must have struck Jairus hard. Agony and anguish surely flooded his soul. Jairus' friends and colleagues were among the religious leaders that opposed Jesus. Going to Jesus for help will certainly cause him conflict. Saving his daughter was more important to him than losing some friends. But what good is that now? When they reached the house of Jairus, they saw the flute players and a crowd lamenting loudly, Matthew 9:23. The family and friends had gathered, joined by professional mourners expressing their grief. The best they thought Jesus could do now would be to express some kind words about Jairus' daughter and comfort their sorrow. Jesus had words all right, not about the girl but for the girl. Little girl, I say to you, get up. Mark 5:41. 41 The next thing anyone knew, she was walking and eating, the family was rejoicing, and the hired mourners were sent home early. These intertwined miracles reflect different aspects of growth in the various characteristics of our faith. The woman needed reassurance and confidence. Jesus calling her out in the crowd of people required her to testify to an embarrassing situation. When Jesus called for her to step forward, she came trembling and spoke. Sometimes it's frightening to speak up for the Lord, but this woman found the strength and courage by God's grace to overcome her fears and tell the story of what Jesus had done for her. While the woman's faith needed strengthening because she was shy, Jairus's faith required patience in waiting for the Lord. It was easier for Jairus to trust the Lord while his daughter was still alive and Jesus was walking with him. But the crowd hindered their progress. Then this woman dared to interfere and stop Jesus for her healing. By the time one of his friends arrived and said the girl had died, no doubt Jairus felt that the thread of hope he was hanging on to was unraveling. Jairus was desperate. He needed all the encouragement he could get. Jesus assured him, saying, Don't be afraid, only believe. Mark 5:36, 36. And the resulting miracle was beyond anything he could have imagined. Both had faith that Jesus could heal, but their faith needed to grow. She was asked to bring her faith out of its shell. He was called on to have a faith that trusted and persisted. Her timid faith needed to rely on God's strength and boldness. His anxious faith needed to rely on God's peace and patience. Often our faith gives way to doubt when circumstances and feelings overwhelm us. Sometimes God delays, and we wonder why. Why did Jesus wait to go to Jairus's house to heal his daughter? Why didn't he heal her from a distance, like he did the centurion servant or the nobleman's son? Why does God answer immediately some things that seem less urgent? and delays in answering what we feel is most crucial. These two intertwined narratives powerfully illustrate how God provided each person exactly what they needed when they needed it. And he will do the same for us if we go to him as they did and seek his guidance. Let's pray. Dear Father, so often it seems like We are hanging on to life by a thread. We see you answering prayers of others and wonder why you delay in answering ours. Thank you for seeing where our faith is weak and moving in our lives in ways that we don't understand. But through it all, you are working to build us up and transform our lives into the image of your Son, In his name we pray. Amen. You have been listening to Monday Morning Inspiration. We pray you were inspired by today's podcast and encourage you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. For more information, go to christiangrowthministry.com. Thank you for listening.